Welcome to Finding My Yum, a sex-positive podcast celebrating all forms of sexual expression. Each week, we bring on a new guest to share their journey. We talk honestly and openly about what they're into and what sex, kinks, love, and more look like in the real world. I'm Jerry Courtney Austin. And I'm Will Lentz. And we are your hosts. And today we are thrilled to give you part two of our Behind the Mic series, all about uh, Will and I's experience of COVID-19 and quarantine and everything of the last couple months. Um, This episode does focus on me and my experience, so everything you've ever wanted to know or the 20-minute version of it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah, but uh, how are you doing this week, Will? Oh, you know, it was just Memorial Day weekend, so I got like an extra long weekend, which was nice. You know, I mean, Which is confusing because I feel like it's just all weekends. Oh, yeah, well, (laughs) I mean, I get that. I get that. I I feel like it's all work days, so... Sure, you know, that makes sense. With the other side, though, like, you do get the reprieve of emails over the weekends. Like, I don't have... I'm not expected to respond to these until the next time we are technically back in work. Um, sure. So that's nice. Uh, did do, like, a social distant hang with some friends out all on a back right. patio yesterday and had a couple white claws, you know. Oh, shoot. Got a little crazy. Oh, it was yeah. nice. It was fun. Uh, yeah, I went to see, uh, traveled a little bit to see some family, um, which was a newer experience for the last couple months, you know, just even like socializing a little bit. Um, yeah, and it's interesting to see how different places are just handling reopening. And quite honestly, I feel very overwhelmed. The information is so all over the place. Um, yeah, and it feels confusing on like what what decisions are smart and healthy and safe and keep other people safe and yourself safe. Um, especially when, you know, everybody has a different opinion and there doesn't seem to be any kind of consensus or, uh, you know, everything's changing every day. So it's real hard to know what to do. Um, one funny thing that I, I thought of that happened over the weekend was a couple of my friends went to a, uh, a drive-in. And, oh yeah. Yeah, which is very fun. But if you're like in your car by yourself, driving's not as fun. So, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was nice, but it still was one of those things where it's like, meh, this could be better if I could be with other people. Totally. Yeah. I mean, you know, even I have a partner and, and it's just like diversity of faces and people is uh-huh. still just something that feels like we're being deprived of, you know, like it's nice to have somebody there and I feel incredibly grateful to have somebody there um, who I love and adore. But, you know, it, it is also, we've been talking a lot about like, yeah, it's, it's bizarre, <laughs> you know, it's just like a very unique situation. And particularly it's funny because I, I talk about um, my partner in this episode, but you know, that we're doing this backwards where usually you get to go out and go experience different dates and feel what they're into and stuff. And this time we've basically like been shut, you know, we're doing like a reality show. Like we're on the real world or something. I didn't think about that. Um, Yeah. And so we're like, when we get out of this, like there's so many, like we've never played pool before or like, you know, these like silly things. So um, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of funny or just like been out in the world. Yeah. In well, general, but well, it seems like things are opening up. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, we'll find out in another month, I bet. But still, yeah, they are moving know. that way. Uh, well, anyways, we hope you're staying safe out there, and we're excited to bring you this episode. So enjoy.
Woo! Welcome to Finding My Yum. Uh, today I'm so excited to be joined by Jerry Courtney Austin, actor, voiceover, -er, writer extraordinaire, <laughs> podcast host of this very podcast. Jerry, how are you? Oh my god, you did such a good job. I love this Thank reversal. You. <laughs> <laughs> you even got like my like fluctuation and in intonation with different words. It's like well, you, you know, I try. <laughs> It's like you've heard I've me edited, do it a hundred times. <laughs> I've edited a lot of your voice. Uh, <laughs> um, but I'm so glad to have you today. We wanted to continue kind of what we started last week, um, which was like, let's let's take a second. You know, we're in quarantine. Let's put this podcast in quarantine. Let's talk to each other and see how we're doing. Yeah. Uh, how things have changed. Uh, the whole gamut. The whole gamut. How we're doing. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, you've had, uh, we, we, basically the reason we wanted to do this is because we tend to talk a lot before we record our intros and we were always checking in with each other, seeing how we're doing. And we both had very different journeys throughout this. And then we're like, well, this is, I feel like this is interesting. Let's let everyone else in on kind of what we're feeling. And so your experience has been very different. Yeah, um, totally. you, I, I don't even know necessarily like how soon, like the shelter at home started and then you like were no longer had work. Like, what, what was the timeline like that like? Um, yeah, so I think the week that you described in your episode when, like, the NBA shut down was the week, like, that last that weekend after was the last weekend that I really worked. And then I worked on the 16th of March, and the 17th I lost both of my jobs. Um, wow. Yeah, and then we heard, um, my boyfriend and I heard that, you know, things were going into full lockdown, and so we we did the same thing. We, like, actually got, like, all of our supplies, like, very quickly, and he got, like, a bunch of, you know, like, even, like, emergency stuff that could be cooked at a moment's notice and whatever, because we were, like, we literally thought we were preparing for the apocalypse. Like, I remember that feeling of being, like, oh, my God. The, the planes are going to shut down. The borders are going to shut down. Like, we're not going to have mobility. We're not even going to, you know, I thought it was going to be Spain or Europe and that we weren't going to be able to leave our places. So he decided to come, you know, move in with me basically because we were like, well, we don't know if we're even going to be able to travel back and forth. Like, that's what it seemed like at that moment was like that, that dire, which it is. But, you know, obviously we didn't ever have um, – like police get involved in order to like order citations or anything like that. Um, yeah. The thing that kind of made me like uh, realize, oh, this could be a whole thing was like a John Oliver thing, like a week or two before everything kind of locked down. Totally. And he just showed like videos of either South Korea or China. I don't remember which one it was, but like speakers outside of people's doors, they were on total lockdown, just being like, please stay in your home. And I was like, okay, that probably won't happen here, but just in case I'm going to get a 24 pack of water. So, right. Yeah. And then like re recently there was no toilet paper and there yeah. there was no, you know, hand sanitizer and other Clorox and disinfecting things. And so it did it did feel like it was like we were actually preparing for an apocalypse like we've seen in the film in film. For sure. Um, and now yeah. I, I don't want to uh, ignore the work stuff, but you did bring up something interesting. and I don't want to miss this transition because I think it's worth talking about yeah. that. You had just really started to date your boyfriend. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know how long, but I knew it was fairly. We've fairly... been dating like officially about a month. So you've been in, in quarantine together longer than you have been like than you had been before you decided to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I think that's interesting. Like, what's that been like, you know? 
Yeah, so we actually worked together and um, we had become really good friends since the beginning of the year. So we had known each other um, by the time quarantine had started for a couple months, but we had only been romantic for a month. Um, And, you know, it's funny because we've talked about this a bunch, but there really wasn't a moment's hesitation of where and what we were going to do. Like it was like the only option was to quarantine together. Um, And at one point, like a week later, when, you know, I thought that things were going to fully lock down, um, which they didn't. But, you know, I was like, let's take a night to stay in our respective places and like breathe and think if this is what we really want because I don't want to rush into a situation because we're in a crisis mindset um, and then regret it later because we didn't really think about it you know we just like rushed into it Um, and so both of us came out of that being like this is the right decision for us Um, and you know we've had more flexibility within it but yeah I mean it sounds nuts and if I was on the outside, like, listening to somebody say this, I would be like, that's crazy. But, you know, I don't know. Where I've – I got out of a relationship, like, two years ago and have done, like, a lot of soul searching and I think got pretty clear on, like, what I wanted out of a partner. And he just has all of the qualities. And so before we got into this situation, like, our communication was just so unbelievably wonderful – And I felt really trusting and open and, you know, we'd had no idea what was going to happen, but it felt, it felt like the right choice. And then it's been great, but it did. I mean, we had a lot of first very, very, very quickly, like (laughs) much quicker than you would ever have it in any other circumstances, right? Like, (laughs) well, I thought that was funny that you said like from the outside, it might seem a little wild. Uh, And I totally buy that as someone that's on the outside because i think that this like we started talking about talking about this on the show when i was like oh my god i there's this girl that i was like kind of sort of seeing a couple of months before Mm -hmm. and then she just moved in with her boyfriend during the quarantine (laughs) that seems crazy and about halfway through saying that i was like oh jerry's (laughs) in that situation Um, totally and you know it's like i haven't been in a relationship like like a real relationship in in a couple years and so like basically debuting our relationship to the world in quarantine is really bizarre as well um and because yeah, i've only i've only met through zoom yeah so, like yeah and, and you know it's bizarre so just to like name a couple things that happen super quickly right like when you inhabit a space with somebody so many things come up so i mean I, like i learned so much more about him like so quickly and he learned so much about me so much more quickly too we ended up grocery shopping together which is something that we never done like planning like having really intense money conversations just because both of us were trying to figure out like how we were going to survive and what that looked like and having like honest conversations about our finances and how we how we even operate with finance and think about money um you know just that whole thing of like my bathroom is we're at my place my bathroom is in my bedroom so it's like you know so you can have a little bit of privacy but even like negotiating that of like taking a shit and like having to take time and space you know it's like yeah. it's like oh my god um yeah i don't know i farted in front of him at this point yeah. like you know like i've dated girls for like a year that i have never taken a shit at their place <laughs> so like, well right yeah. and so and i think that that's actually like one of my favorite things about this sounds silly but about being in a relationship to be that comfortable with somebody where like those things don't matter um, and we were, uh, like, so comfortable with each other. But it is still, like, 
you know, navigating those first of being like, I'm not a perfect person and I don't look perfect all the time. And, you know, even with quarantine, like I haven't shaved my legs and I can't, I really can't tell you how long, you know, uh-huh. and like I haven't worn makeup except for self tapes. And so, and so it's just like, and, and you know, his hair is growing out and, and he's just naturally himself, which is beautiful. And so being like, okay, we can accept each other at like our natural core, which might not always be beautiful and could sometimes be quite disgusting. <laughs> it's like, it's very intense for, yeah. you know, starting So out. what's it going to look like when uh, this is all over? Um, you know? Yeah. Have you guys had that conversation? Yeah, we have. I actually have a lot of anxiety in general about um, life living (laughs) Um, and how I'm going to make a living and what I want to do in general but particularly with us you know where we still have separate places as we do now and um, so we're not going to live together but it it is it is scary because like he basically has moved in so um, yeah the idea of transitioning back out of that and not having this person here who I love all the time like it it is weird like it's just like so many like immediate shifts you know and we don't have to immediately shift but like it is bizarre also you know we're non-monogamous or that's how we've chosen to identify um and but we haven't really explored that as much because you know we've been in quarantine obviously and we're not seeing anybody else um, so it's just brought up some interesting questions, but we did have a virtual orgy, which was interesting and okay. fun. Uh, well, I, can we go more into that? Cause I feel like yeah. that's a, that's a topic. Uh, go on. Yeah. Um, well, so how did it come about? Uh, was it like, yeah, I guess just, yeah, you, you tell me. So I have friends, um, you know, that I've had group sex with and, um, you know, different encounters and stuff. And so they initially prompted it and I was like, that sounds like a weird experience. Why not? Um, and, you know, my partner hasn't played in that space or in the kink community really at all. Um and I, you know, I've dabbled, obviously, and I have different episodes on going to sex parties and stuff. And so it was this really interesting opportunity to kind of, like, dip our toes in the water, <laughs> like, what it sure. would be like. And, you know, you think, like, okay, well, you're in your own home, so there's a comfort of that. But then you're being viewed, so there's, like, this voyeuristic kind of quality. Um, so we did it twice. The first time was just with a couple that I adore and am really close to. And then the second time we ended up doing with them again, but it was through this this website, um, like this group, you know, that puts on different parties. Um, and it ended up just being us anyways, which was very funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, so the first time we were very like focused on sort of matching them where they were at um, and like taking cues from them because we were like a little bit nervous. And so it wasn't as quite as enjoyable and then the second time we went into it being like and we wanted to do it again actually my partner really wanted to do it again to be like let's follow our own whatever we want to do and take as much time as we want to do and not feel pressured to do anything that we don't want to and if we don't feel inspired or in the mood or whatever that's okay um and that was amazing and so I think that that was like a really good growing experience for us both encounters actually because they brought up really lovely conversations of like 
okay, I felt uncomfortable in these ways. These are the mm. barriers that I'm feeling in terms of like interacting with other people. This is the stuff that came up for me. Oh, um, totally. Yeah. And so then in the second one being like, okay, well, we really followed how we feel. And that's something that I would like to maintain when we go back into the real world and interact with other people of like, yeah, we, we don't have to live up to anybody else's ideal of what we're supposed to be doing or like put on a show. We can just relax and, and have faith that like we can do with our own comfort zones and that that's okay. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Um, so would you suggest then, you know, even if we do make it out of this and to the other side to where everything becomes normalized again and you could have the option in two years to, not you, but just a general listener to go to an orgy, um, would you suggest for someone that's interested in trying it out, maybe a virtual orgy is a good place to start? No, I think if you can just do it to do it. I mean, you know, it's so quarantine specific, I feel like. And if I was wondering if there'd be a space for that after this. I mean, there might be, you know, for sure. Like, you know, the webcam world is already pretty big. And so, you know, why not? But um, there's something really delightful about having people in person. And, you know, the screen in general, which we've talked about, is like it's an isolating barrier in and of itself and so you really aren't as connected to the other people but it's kind of fun. i mean it's like live porn you know <laughs> yeah that makes um, sense yeah but so that was that was a fun little thing um but yeah as far as like so i lost both of my jobs um and uh so i haven't been working um and so that's like i've been a workhorse like since i moved out here you know you are one of the most productive people and most like driven people that i know like you always have something going on you're always hustling so yeah um yeah and you know i think that's been a really big part of my identity and like who i am and i think i've identified also a lot with struggle and like having to struggle Mm -hmm. in order to make it in the entertainment industry in life as like a good person or whatever like i have to put in the time i have to like bust my ass for like a couple weeks or like you know in the year where i get to take off and have a vacation or have fun or get to be on set or whatever um and so i think this this quarantine has really i mean fuck i i have not not worked ever like to this extent i think the most i didn't work was like the time that we went to thailand that was three work three weeks um and that was a lot that was a lot of time for me to take off and so not being in the service industry I, i like Overall, it's been a gift. It's been a mental mind fuck. And I've had lots of ups and lots of downs. Um, And I've been really prioritizing self-care as much as I can and trying to not like just numb out with the different things that I can do. But also, you know, I've kept myself super busy. I have calendars everywhere. I have things (laughs) that I want to, you know, I have goals every week. I've been doing all the self-tapes. So, um, you know, I have still been being productive because it is it is a dramatic shift for me to like not put my worth on productivity and not put my worth on like what I'm doing and what my job is as my identity. Right. And that makes sense. But I mean, I think one of the things that we've talked about a little bit off mic that I think is worth bringing up here too, and and hearing you talk about it too, is like not only has this, you know, caused you to, to figure out where that productivity comes from and, and kind of question sort of the service industry role. But now you're thinking more like this has given you that opportunity to think, all right, what's my path forward when this all kind of comes back? Um, 
how are you envisioning what the what that's going to look like? Yeah, I mean, going into this, I was so panicked that I didn't have a job. And, you know, I was working six nights a week before this happened. And so I relatively had zero free time. Um, I would, like, squeak in a certain amount of time to, like, do anything fun, you know. Um, But, and and not to, I, I will just say, like, I'm very fortunate and privileged and I live in a beautiful place and I I feel gratitude for being able to support myself in Hollywood and 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 be able to work in the capacity that I am um and still have food and like all of my basic needs are met you know but I do think initially that that fear that like oh they the my basic needs wouldn't be met um is 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 terrifying and is like my worst fear um so just reckoning with that and then once money started coming in from unemployment and then you know the service industry came together in a way that I've never ever seen before there's so many free meals available um to service workers that it's been overwhelming and like groceries and and different programs which have been so cool so I felt supported in that way and so finally once that started coming in I started realizing like oh you know what (laughs) maybe I don't want to do this anymore. Maybe I really have been focusing on things that don't fulfill me, don't actually get me to the place that I want to go, um, and that there are other ways to explore. And also trying to shift my my mind frame around money and not having mm-hmm. like a lack thereof feeling of like always being in perpetual fear that I'm not going to have enough. Um, so I think I want to come out of it like that. And then also, you know, especially in the last week, I've really decided like, okay, I need to invest in upgrades that will help foster an environment where I can make money on the things that I like, like voiceover. So getting like really good voiceover equipment and a new computer because my computer is 11 years old. Um, and even I'm starting to see a naturopath, uh, naturopathic doctor for my skin, um, which has been a chronic problem. And so just like starting to address these parts of myself that like I've put on hold because I didn't have the money or quote unquote didn't have the money. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that that a lot of people, even I'm starting to realize that to some extent too, even like, I think we talked last week about how it's been hard for me to have those growth moments because of all the productivity I'm trying to push out. But I mean, it has brought to, it's brought to light. I think for a lot of people, myself included, like I am doing this stuff to support this question mark. Yes, um, totally. If that's what this is supporting, then maybe I should devalue what I've been doing and figure out what I want to support instead. Um, yeah. yeah. I started The Artist's Way, which is a spiritual journey led by this woman in, in the book uh, over 12 weeks to invigorate, reinvigorate, and unblock your creative side. And I feel like a part of that and a part of what I'm trying to tap into is really like unlocking that fun and that joy and yeah focusing on like what can I focus on and give all of my attention to and like you were saying become an expert to the point where like I I can make money on it you know because when you put like one hand in all of these different you know baskets like you're not going to be fruitful because you're too spread out and so I think that's really what's been coming up for me in terms of that and you know I wrestle all the time with like jealousy comes up a lot when I see other people being so productive and then you know I'm comparing it to other people who are let you know it's like all of my demons and all of my inner narrative conversations come are coming up in such a big way and because I'm home and I have more time like it I really had to be like okay cool 
these are still here. Nothing's happening. Like, maybe it's time to, like, actually confront them head on as opposed to being like, well, it's too late. I got to go to work and I got to go to, you know, I got to run around with my head cut off. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's great to hear. I mean, I think that there's a lot of uh, interesting things on the horizon for you. Um, Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. Or at the very least, I think, you know, you're going to you've always attacked everything with a lot of energy and and hustle. And so I think whatever you're attacking next is going to yield results all the same. So I'm excited to see that for you. Yeah. Um, Um, Yeah. But I am. No, I just like just to end it in terms of like gratitude again in all like earnestly so much for being able to continue this podcast and for whoever's listening like thank you for being a part of this community it's it's really just like a freaking joy and a gift and I feel so passionate about this subject um and and letting you know like sharing people's stories and and sharing information that I think is really useful to unlock other people's you know sexuality and body and invigorate them and 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 maybe invite a little pleasure into their life so all. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing. Yay! <laughs> Woohoo! It's always weird, like opening and ending an episode where I talk about me. Yeah. And, even though, like, so. I'm <laughs> pioneering the whole show. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just yeah. like, there's a lot of me. Thanks Here for, you go. Thanks for coming on, me. Uh, yeah. Thanks, me, for sharing. If you enjoyed um, me, listen to me more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, if you did enjoy this episode, uh, even if you didn't and you're just curious and you want more people to follow, we have an Instagram and a Facebook at Finding My Young Podcast, and we post behind the scenes and um, quotes and little clips. So please stay a part of our community if you have any thoughts that you don't want to dm us but would rather email us you can do that at findingmyyum at gmail.com um make sure to rate review and subscribe uh wherever you listen to podcasts it super helps us out Mm -hmm. um and you know what else helps us out sharing it with friends the people that you think might be interested in it so this week share it with 13 13 people Ooh, you zigged we went like, real far yeah, down. I like that. I mean, it's a little interesting that you did that on the one where you're the focus. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we'll we'll talk to therapists about that. Um, <laughs> yes, Freudian slip. <laughs> um, yes, but please share it with, uh, with friends and, and also connect with them. I know I've had several conversations this week, especially with people who are living alone. Just send them a hello and that you love them and care about them because I think it goes a long way. It does as someone who lives alone. We appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So until next week, we'll see you then. Thanks.